When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Everybody and welcome to another episode of Stand By Your Band. I'm Tom Takar, the Wolf of Dog Street, joined as always by the Prince of Snarkness himself, Tommy McNamara. How are you, Tommy? I'm doing great. This is a crazy, this is a landmark episode. We have not recorded in person since not only since the pandemic, since like three months before yeah, the pandemic. That's right. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. We haven't done it. We did one, like, we did two marathon days in this very apartment to yeah. like backload before I moved to LA and then. We haven't been back here in like two years. That's crazy. I forgot what you looked like. I forgot what you looked like. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> JFK. We just saw each other in Boise. Uh, we're, uh, we did a live episode, which you can hear on the Patreon, baby. Patreon.com slash stand by your band. It's only $3 a month. And you get bonus episodes every week-ish. <laughs> uh, we, got, we, need, we need to record that one this week. Uh, but that's not important. What's important is... We'll be in Bloomington, Indiana, uh, November fifth and the sixth. We're doing another live episode there. I have. Should we ask? I feel like we should have Jared be the guest judge. What do you What do you guys think? I think it's good. We're doing this on air. Yeah, I think so too. <laughs> this is how we're booking the show from now on. Uh, it's weird to do this in person. I don't know where to look. You know, I'm so used to looking at the computer screen. Am I, am I allowed to talk? No, you're not, oh, okay. David. <laughs> no, we, I was a mere seconds away from introducing Oh, my God. I ruined it. He fucked it up. Uh, bad guest already. I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry. There's a reason it's taken so long. Uh, we have the one and only David Drake here. How are you, David? Oh, my God. So good. It's great to be here. Uh, watching you fumble around with that seltzer yeah, the, <laughs> right I up top. The cap. I, I don't know why I started opening it as I did the Yeah, intro. like right by the microphone, too. <laughs> yeah, I wanted people... I'm trying to do an ASMR thing for a, a secret one. Uh, oh, shit, I had another thing, because I need to get these plugs in early. Like I said, we'll be uh, in Bloomington November 5th and 6th. I'm also doing a headlining set of the Comedy Cellar, uh, and that is October 19th. Uh, 9.30, get out there, it'll be fun. And I'm doing that to prepare for my first hour-long special uh, that I'm doing. I'm taping in Los Angeles, California. I believe that's going to be October 26th, I'm pretty sure. Uh, Check out my uh, site for details. I'm doing an unprotected set (laughs) on (laughs) epics. My dream has come true. (laughs) I actually am really excited for it. Is that really what it is, or is it? It is called unprotected set. It's actually uh, really cool. It's like half in, or part of its interview, part of its like actual stand up. But I did think you were going to say it's half Indian. (laughs) It's also half Indian. That's why I got it. 
Uh, no, it's going to be sick. So get out there. If you're in L.A., I would love if you came to that. I'm once again opening the seltzer. Right <laughs> right we're, we're doing this without headphones. We fucked up, and uh, hopefully the sound is cool. I'll, fig- I'll figure it out. Either way. Welcome back to about. Unprotected Seltzer with Tom Ticone. <laughs> yeah. Dave is also recording an album. Uh, when are you, when's that happening? Uh, October 20th. So Ooh. they can catch your uh, unprotected set yes. at the cellar. And then uh, the next day they can pop over and see the, the album recording. Are you doing it at the gutter? Yeah, yeah, at the gutter. Oh, yeah. He's doing condom comedy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So protected, protected sets. <laughs> yeah. No, I... Uh, Nothing, nothing unprotected anymore. I'm, I'm playing it safe. <laughs> yeah, Dave has a child. Is I think yeah, what he was yeah. alluding to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no more kids. <laughs> what he is saying, uh, it is an unvaccinated event. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everyone, you have to have COVID to go. <laughs> can you hear yeah. the laughs? Well, you can hear the coughs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, that just reminded me. So I did a show last night. Um, and there was this woman like sitting very close to the stage and she was like half laughing, half coughing in a way that was crazy. And I was like, are you enjoying the show or are you dying? And she's like, ah! and she's like, keeps like doing this crazy half laugh, half cough. And then she keeps like talking during the show too. And then later I go up to go to the bathroom and I see she's just in there throwing up. So I'm like, oh, this lady is having a bad night. So oh god, I go back downstairs, and then like ten minutes later, the owner of the bar comes down. He goes, one of your audience members is passed out in the bathroom, <laughs> and I'm like, I have a, I have a suspicion which one it might be. It's funny he yells at you. One <laughs> like, of your audience members. Why did you do that to us? <laughs> this lady who I've obviously never seen before. Yeah. And then they had to they had to carry her out of the bar, and in that process, she like kicked over a table, and it was just like, damn, that was crazy. Yeah, it's so weird. Like, you can't imagine like going to the Rolling Stones. Like, hey, Mick Jagger, there's someone <laughs> passed out in the parking lot. You fucking asshole. Tommy, give us an impression of what that would sound like. With him responding. <laughs> oh, I'm Mick Jagger. Watch me dance. <laughs> oh, that's good. <laughs> I, I, I didn't know you did stuff like that. Yeah, Tommy asked me to set him up for his Mick Jagger before the show. <laughs> Adam Levine's got moves like me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, yep. <laughs> hey, it's a reference. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, it's a, that sounded like that. It's a living voice. <laughs> it's, it's a, a reference. reference. <laughs> that's not a bad catchphrase. <laughs> uh, oh, last plug. We're doing Good God on Sunday. Uh, if you're in Brooklyn, would be nice to see you. Uh, we're only doing the monthly now, and... Uh, we got a hot lineup. We got a secret guest. Bobby Condon's going to be on. He's not the secret guest. You could give a shit that, whether he was on or not, but he'll, I'm excited to see him. Well, we've gotten off on the wrong foot here. <laughs> so here's something I thought was interesting. Uh, we're going to move on to who you, who you pitched us because I've heard of Romeo. Right. And I've heard of Nomeo from yes. Romeo and Juliet. Yes. Mm-hmm. But had I heard of Romeo? I don't know. Uh, the car version of Romeo. <laughs> <laughs> Is Nomeo. Uh, that's just Romeo, but a gnome. It was an animated film. Now that yes. is up for debate. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> there was a big intellectual property dispute. That went on. <laughs> what was the other gnome movie? Because they did it. Didn't they do another one that was also another play on gnome? Oh, I don't know. Another Shakespeare thing. Maybe I'm crazy. Maybe I. Maybe it was just Romeo and Juliet too. Uh, there, there probably was one. Yeah. Did no? I didn't I, watch Romeo and Juliet, oh. but. It, I have to imagine it didn't end the same way. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> Both these garden gnomes kill themselves. Don't spoil it. 
Yeah, I'm curious now. This is something I wondered about many years ago, and I never followed <laughs> up on. But I, I mean, we can figure it. That could be like a way to wrap up the episode, maybe. Yeah. We Google the end of Nomeo and Juliet. That is a good way to get us out <laughs> yeah. of this. Ending, ending of Nomeo and Juliet explained. <laughs> Do they kill themselves? We find out what this episode gets like a million listens because <laughs> other people are also curious. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's, uh, I mean, it's, I, I do this a lot now with scary thing where I just look up the ending, but I hadn't thought to do it with no, really like I, a I scary movie. Scary, yeah. I hate scary stuff. Like Antonia watched, uh, Rosemary's baby the other night and she said she couldn't sleep and that's how I am too. I haven't seen it yet. And I'm and I've heard it's incredible. It's a great and movie. I have no interest in seeing it because I think I'd get too scared. So she's yeah. kind of down with what Polanski did. Then she likes like. that. <laughs> that that's the only thing that put her to sleep. <laughs> just thinking about his deeds, she counted them like sheep. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, I I have heard that it's good. I just that's why you know what. From now on, when people ask why I don't say it, I haven't seen it, I'll use that that's good. instead of being like I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> I don't support what he did. <laughs> uh, yeah, now I just need all other horror <laughs> film directors to uh, do something horrible. Canceled. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, but as Tommy mentioned, you are talking about Chromio today, and uh, this is an appreciation episode. I don't want to hear any kind of shit. Already got a tweet. Yeah. And <laughs> oh, great. Did I learn that it was an appreciation episode mere minutes before we started recording? <laughs> yes. Because it turns out I did not know anything about Chromio. Oh, no. Really? So they were just <laughs> I thought they were bigger uh, than they... So, yeah. We referenced so them are. on the show recently yeah. in the Hollow Notes episode because... Right. Uh, yeah, right. And I, there had been a video that Trey Brown had sent me of uh, Chromio playing with Hollow Notes that was very cool. Okay, so great. that was the first time I'd ever... I, I knew the I've name I've seen that, Chromio. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was awesome. Awesome. Um, but I've never listened to a Chromeo song before today. Yeah. Okay. So also, if you're listening to this and you're a Chromeo fan, that's the setup of the show. Yes. We aren't like <laughs> we aren't super fans. No. The guest is supposed to know about them. We're not. Yeah. Don't get mad at us. D- be mad at him. Be mad if at he's him. He's not super. <laughs> if I'm not prepared. Uh oh, crazy. I guess I just talk about them so much that I assumed everybody knew who they were. <laughs> We've always kind of got other stuff going on while you're talking <laughs> people do call you a chrome dome uh yeah i i had not i did i thought that i had heard their shit and then i put it on and i was like oh i have no idea what this is yeah but i also was so did you i am curious because when you pitched them were you thinking of them as like an underrated band or were you thinking of them as like oh everybody makes fun of them people shit on me a lot for liking them like really yeah so now we're in the clear yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. so that's that's what i thought this podcast that was. is yeah that is what it is but i was doing some research and uh there is nary a result for uh chromio sucks if you oh it. It's mostly people being like, well, there was like some people who like tweeted about being at a show where the sound was bad or something, but they were like, Chromio was still good. Yeah. Um, I think the reason people shit on me, my wife in particular, and then like, uh, you know, like uh, close friends sure. that Sounds I don't have like to you name need to them. get a new circle, <laughs> possibly a new wife. <laughs> well, hey, man, I'm working on it. <laughs> this will be news to her. <laughs> Maybe this podcast is just what I need. This to is what this podcast is for. Push it's this a, relationship. You need more support of friends, <laughs> no, man. Off the edge. <laughs> uh, 
No, people shit on them because um, there's really there's nothing deep about the music or anything. Yeah. So it's just pure whatever fluff, and uh, that's why I like it. But uh, yeah, people like I'll play it at home, and like Alex will be listening to. That's my wife. Mm-hmm. She'll be listening to like Radiohead, and Radiohead I think is cool to listen to. Yeah. Uh, but then I'll put on something like this, and it's just like, I mean, they have one song where one of them pretends to be a flight attendant, and they're like trying to hit on a passenger or whatever. But they do it as a plane announcement, mm-hmm. which is something you don't hear in like cool music. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like a Radiohead or a. I'm just just Radiohead's the only cool band. <laughs> <laughs> they do come up a lot as the example of the cool mm-hmm. band on the show because our. Uh, friend and foe of the show, Jared Thompson, the resident snob, uh, who did I didn't even ask about Chromeo because mm-hmm. I had a feeling he would not get, have a comment. But uh, he he often tips his that Radiohead is like the best band of all time. So I think that's a safe reference. I like Radiohead myself, but it it is yeah, also great. Like a bummer sometimes. Yeah, so that's kind of what I like. So much of life is just like this hard bummer. And then, so when I I find myself gravitating to, towards shit that like makes me feel nothing at all, or just just happy to be there, you know? <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah, I think this qualifies as that. Should we go ahead and hear a song just to give people an example of what yeah. you're talking about? So you gave us a list of songs here, which uh, we appreciate, and I will say they are like it's fun cleaning up the house music before the podcast guests get here. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and your cat poops on the floor and you got to clean it up. This is good music to be listening to. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, uh, the fr- do you care what order this goes in? You sent it in an order, but I don't know. What uh, you no, want. you can play play whatever you want. All right. So the first song that uh, we listened to was a song called "Count Me Out," uh, which I'm going to play right now. DJ Quick kicking it with Chromeo. Y'all keep this funky shit going, man, because, you know, at the end of the day, when we die, we all gonna stink. Funk forever, motherfucker. I got a bone to pick something I started noticing about you. I think that's probably good. Yeah, yeah, that's that's pretty good. <laughs> I, it's, it is. I forgot that sitting in a room together is worse for this part of the show. <laughs> well, we we. Oh, uh, I mean, yeah, it's kind of fun. <laughs> I started doing a thing during some of the Zoom episodes where I will just turn off my video during the music part. Yeah, because I can't bear to look at people. <laughs> <laughs> There's just <laughs> few things worse than just sitting in a quiet room with. Just listening to a song with your boys with no movement or other. Well, I like, just realized you've never really looked at someone enjoy music before. You know what I mean? Like even at a concert, they're all facing. You're just looking at the back of their head because mm-hmm. that would be a horrible concert if yeah, everyone had to face looking at each other. <laughs> you had to see how they feel. This is one of the worst ways to enjoy music. It's true. <laughs> 
uh, playing out of my uh, uh, iPhone speaker, just looking at you guys. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't think I've ever done that before. <laughs> uh, that's a fun song, though. I do. I did enjoy that. Um, that was uh, once again "Count Me Out" over the album "Head Over Heels," uh, which an album title that I believe Pitchfork called "Ditzy," but they uh, did, I think, give it a pretty decent. Pitchfork likes them, okay. so yeah, at least yeah. a little bit. Like they don't, they don't shit on them in a way that's like too harsh or anything, you know. Uh, yeah, it's uh, but very fun stuff. Obviously, they're going for that '80s funky shit. It's a blue-eyed <laughs> soul referenced as one of the genres they're kind of doing. Ooh. Which is okay. always a term. Blue-eyed soul? It is a, it's like white people doing soul yeah. music. Oh, uh, white soul. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I white see. White soul doesn't have as good of a ring to it. Blue-eyed soul is better, yeah. <laughs> but it's like how, that's how people refer to hollow notes, and they've got kind of a similar like Blue-eyed soul. For yeah, sure that's yeah, what yeah. this is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Although one of the dudes I don't think is white. No, no he's not. He's, yeah. Um, uh, is he Palestinian? Is that right? What is he? I, the, I was... Because I read some joke that they made about... That's like the yeah something about Israel and, uh, and Palestine. Palestine. Yeah, it's probably not a good joke. They but the the lead singer for sure <laughs> has. Uh, I mean, if he's not white, it's it's white. <laughs> I think <laughs> this is my favorite uh, thing to get into. <laughs> <laughs> no, Figure out I the did. race of the band. Wait, this was on. Oh, here we go. Uh, the duo met in the mid nineties at. Uh, so they're from Montreal. Uh, they met in Montreal. Speaking on their different ethnic backgrounds, the two jokingly described themselves as, and I quote, the only successful Arab-Jewish partnership since the dawn of human culture. There it is. Great. There you go. So, uh, you know, it's possible. Uh, no. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, that's that's a fun song. Um, let's Hey, let's keep it rolling. Why don't, why don't we? Because we don't have a, a Jared, uh, you know, anecdote here. It is fun that they do that song where it's about him, you know, the lady's cheating on him, but it's still like fun and upbeat. I enjoy that. that you know? yeah. Yeah, 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 it's a nice contrast. Other people would really turn that into a bad day. A little yep. <laughs> puddle of mud. She hates me, yep. kind of thing. Yeah. yeah, also a good song. <laughs> <laughs> not this dude is like, count me out <laughs> <laughs> of that <laughs> of you cheating on me. I do like that because I was reading an interview, like a, a I think it was a Q and A with fans or an AMA or whatever that they did with people. Um, where people were like, oh, yeah, you seem to be like the hero in your songs. And then they're like, this guy did not listen to our music because <laughs> we are often the victim of women in our music. Uh, yeah. Uh, which is also maybe not great, but it's fun. I mean, you know, I it's think better than being cool, like being cool in your music. And yeah. Trying to like fuck with like the like blurred lines type of mm. shit. It's, it seems almost like they're parodying it at times, but I don't know if, they, if they're. Uh, if that's exactly what it is. I feel like all of their songs are about women. Mm-hmm. I don't think they do anything outside of that. Yeah. <laughs> Which is something I also kind of like. <laughs> yeah, keep it A band simple. that just never deviates <laughs> from this little uh, fun area. <laughs> oh, I just found... Uh, I have a Twitter tab open where I was looking up Chromio Sucks, and that actually did pop up some results, so if people are really pissed, they can... They can reference back to this. Lucille Ball is life says Hall and Oates sucked. Chromio sucks. 
Uh, Merple <laughs> says Chromio kind of sucks massively. Make them stop. Hashtag Virgin Festival. What the hell? Tommy, you headlined that this year. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. I, I was doing my Mick Jagger for an hour. <laughs> Uh, Marcos Santos says, uh, why are people trying to bring the 80s back? Worst decade ever. Also, Chromio sucks major gonads. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of these are from like 2010, 2011, so I wonder if they had like just a rough period. Oh, shit. This one's pretty damning. JJB says, uh, verdict, Chromio sucks. So I think a judge ruled And that's that. Judge Joe Brown. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Brown. That is damn. That was that was good. Thank you. <laughs> well done, Tommy. <laughs> wow, that was incredible. <laughs> uh, this one made me feel bad. Aaron James W says uh, ripped off at Gabs. Don't know what that means. <laughs> it says Chromeo show sucks. New Chromeo T-shirt sucks. Two hundred dollars deep. Best I just go home. Damn. So he was a fan, but then he started buying. I guess he went to the show and it sucked. He also bought the shirt that sucked. Yeah. But it's like, how did you not know that it sucked before you bought it? It seems like his problem. Maybe it was a mystery. Maybe it was like our mystery beers last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did we talk about that on the podcast? I don't know if we did. Yeah. We we went to this bar in Boise where uh, they had a mystery beer. That it was five dollars and it was like in a bag. And if you guessed what the beer was inside the bag, you got to have a sip. Yeah, you get to have a sip. Then your next one was free. Oh, so and that could be any beer if you guessed the name of the beer. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but we we ordered to be like we know our beers pretty good. We're gonna be able to do this. I assumed it would be like a highlight for a PBR or something. It was like uh. Some local breweries, Bees Knees IPA or whatever. I was like, who the fuck would yeah, guess that? Yeah, yeah. What? And then Tommy's was a completely different craft beer. Like, it well, was probably locals going to that place, right? That we asked, and it, she was the lady was like, yeah, I've seen somebody guess it like twice. Well, yeah, because I guessed Fat Tire. She's like, a lot of people guess that. <laughs> like, maybe, maybe the game is flawed. Then. That was a big thing in Chicago, like mystery beer. I loved that. And Merkel's, yeah. it was $2 for the mystery beer, and mm-hmm. it was usually pretty good. Yeah. Uh, I remember one place, I can't remember the name of it, uh, but they had a mystery beer for a dollar, and it was they gave it to you, and I remember I got one that just said American beer. <laughs> It's like she was. Uh, all right, let's. Uh, now that we've heard the case against Chromio version <laughs> on uh, Twitter, and that's plenty uh, to justify this, let's hear a song called "Bad." De- oh wait, oh never mind. That's the time. All right, let's hear "Bad Decision." All right, I'm just gonna look at you. Make me wanna make a 
And I think a lot of fun. That's a good time. I think this is how I feel about our Patreon. I feel like (laughs) this is how you guys should feel about our. That's what I mean. Uh, Take out all your money from the bank, uh, put it in the Patreon. It that money (laughs) gains value. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that's a fun song. That's a good time. That one really reminded me of Blurred Lines, but much sillier, and uh, I like it a lot. Yeah, it's all just kind of like. It's just like, I don't know, fun and fluffy, and mm-hmm. I don't feel sad when I listen to it. See, that's, that's the thing, is I'm listening to this and having fun. I realize most of my music listening time is time I'm wallowing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's yep. like, maybe I should actively listen to stuff that isn't like that. You yeah. Know? Yeah. No, my uh, so my wife's been playing Yellow by Coldplay for the <laughs> oh, baby all the time. Yeah. You know what? Actually, your wife fucking rules. <laughs> Alex rules. Does the baby like Coldplay? <laughs> My well, who knows what the baby likes, but Alex says she does. She's like, "This is your song." It's like I don't know. It's a little fucked up to impose a song I, on a baby, but I love it. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's great. That's a great baby song. But man, she's playing it all the time, and so I'm just I find myself just being real sad around the house because that <laughs> that song always made me feel real sad. Yeah, mm-hmm. yellow's a bummer, but yeah. it, if it helps you, I'm pretty sure it's about nothing. <laughs> so God, I, I think hope I read so. a thing with Chris Martin where he was like, oh yeah, we were just putting a song together. <laughs> like a, That song has zero meaning to me or something. It's funny how many songs are like that. Flea said that about uh, Stadium Arcadium. He's like, yeah, yeah, there's no meaning there. Yeah. It just sounded whatever yeah i thought it was I, a mirror to the moon <laughs> no, you'd, I be, sworn. you'd be wrong <laughs> uh tommy thought she was only 18 <laughs> uh, great <laughs> he was pissed when he found out she was 21 <laughs> uh no that's that i was so into that album in college and then i read and i've talked about it on this before but i read anthony kiedis's book and he is also like yeah, I just kind of jammed my words out. <laughs> he just finds words. words that fit to the music that are nonsense. And, yeah, that's uh, not what you want no, as no, a listener, no. but, uh, you know, whatever. <laughs> it's fun. I I mean, I don't really listen to that album anymore. But Like, if I wrote a bunch of nonsense down, I'd probably keep it to myself. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> I, I don't know, it's up to you listeners. to yeah. delve the meaning. Yeah, because yeah, people yeah. would do that, and then they just tell you, like, yeah, it's nothing (laughs) yeah you look like this genius until you say oh i i just uh made a word mistake (laughs) (laughs) dave i think this is going to be your next stand-up album word mistake word mistake mistake. (laughs) but you just jammed together a bunch of words (laughs) sounds pretty good let's see how these jam together words do as a in joke format <laughs> I would like a comedic scatter. You know? <laughs> there is something like that. Have you seen um, Nick Vatterot? Oh yes, I have. Well, I've seen Nick Vatterot. Does he do like just? Does he do a bit about scatting, or does he do? He's a done thing? a few different bits where the words don't mean it. So he does like um, a message, like an answering machine, where mm-hmm. he's like, "There's a cadence, but it doesn't matter what you say." So, yeah. and then he just says a bunch of words that are like. An umbrella. Uh, I can only think of one or two but he's words doing at a time. The rhythm of a voice yeah, 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 oh, that's yeah. great. 
Um, I love his ass. He's his, so funny. If you guys haven't seen his Conan, I mean, it's one of the great, one of the greatest uh, late nights I've ever seen. That was so a Fallon. That was a. It was on Fallon. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's right. Because it, it was back show, when he was late night. Late show Fallon. Yeah, right. Yeah. That's right. Oh yeah, that I is a great that fucking set. Yeah. Uh, very funny man. Um, all right. Well, that's good to know. Um, let's. <laughs> <laughs> so it's been done. So none of you comics out there steal that idea. Uh, all right, let's hear. My girl is calling me a liar. Uh, wait, that was a text I just got. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is a this is a live track. Yeah. live in Minneapolis. Let's see. Let's take it back to uh, 2007 Fancy Footwork album. When they were shooting on. <laughs> I think this was like track five. I wish that somebody would be like, talk to him, P Thug, and I to me, and then I could just play a synthy. <laughs> oh man, that would be cool as hell. So I saw him live when I was in Chicago, like 2010 or whatever. Where mm-hmm. at? Um, at the House of Blues. Oh, okay. oh wow! Mayor Hawthorne opened. Uh, yeah, and Mayor Hawthorne actually has a a band called Tuxedo with uh with the P thug, I guess, or whatever yeah. you just said. Yeah. Yeah. With the synth P player. <laughs> but I saw them and it was just the two of them and they had a laptop. And so they played live instruments um, over basically a track of their song. Mm-hmm. And so it was fine, but I was like, it's bummer. You hate to see a laptop come out. Yeah, yeah. It's like, there's no, there can't really be any deviation here because you're really following just like the, and that's kind of the fun of seeing live music yeah. is a, you know, some sort of improvisation or something different than the, the track you hear. Mm-hmm. But this live album, they, uh, I guess they started touring with a full band. And Ooh. so now shit is really fun. That's fun. Yeah. That's yeah. much better. Yeah. yeah, going to see. I don't know if I've ever seen a show where there's just a laptop on stage with with them. I feel like there's got to be a better way to do it. I've seen a lot of like hip hop like that. Yeah, like Danny Brown I saw, and he was. It was like such a bummer. I just by song two, I was like sick of this guy. It's because it's yeah, just one yeah. guy. <laughs> yeah, and then there's a DJ in the back who you can't really see. So it's just one guy on stage. It's basically his stand up comedy. But <laughs> now, did Danny Brown do Da Vinci Code on stage? <laughs> <laughs> he did not. Oh, damn. <laughs> uh, 
Um, well, that's a bummer. It's a, it's quite a it's quite a book. Yeah, that would have been a w- way better concert. <laughs> it's so funny. He just starts reading. <laughs> Everyone's on Molly. <laughs> Can't now wait to hear what Tom happens. Picture Tom Hanks next. is the guy. Symbologist. <laughs> what was the name of that? The si- oh yeah, Silas. That part yeah, would be yeah. cool. Uh, there was a. Uh, well, who is it? Oh, Guy Pierce. All right, so we were we were doing this bit, me and Lane, uh, where it was like, um, if you're reading The Road, you know, by Cormac McCarthy. Yeah. Did you guys read that? Yes. Yeah. And then in the movie, at the end, Guy Pierce comes and saves the kid or whatever. Mm-hmm. We thought it'd be funny if he, at the end of the book, was like, and then Guy Pierce showed up <laughs> 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 and saved the kid. <laughs> <laughs> and thank you for assuming everyone knows Lane. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. We have it. Yeah, people know Lane. Yeah. He's a good boy. Lane, <laughs> people, come on. So everybody knows that. a Lane. So That's you know, true. yeah, Lane Bennis. <laughs> oh god, <laughs> a Lane Bennis. <laughs> Isn't that an in-person magic? You oh can't my god! Else. No, you Let's really go back can't. To Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right. Something that uh, I thought was pretty cool about uh, this band is that uh, this group is that they they've made an uh, an album as recently as the quarantine, and it was funny listening to the song without context. Yeah, then I was like, oh, this obviously is recent, <laughs> pretty quickly. Because at first I was like, wait, what the fuck is this? But this is a song called Clorox Wipe, uh, which you can guess what it's about. But it's uh, it's pretty fun. All right, here's Clorox Wipe. Recorded in 2010. (laughs) (laughs) So I, when I was looking through Twitter, um, they posted a link to them making a a link to like them performing this. And uh, the first comment on it is uh, from Chris uh, Good, uh, who says, uh, this sucks shit. (laughs) 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 <laughs> it's such a like i think it's such a silly song to be so <laughs> aggressive yeah it's just like a fun they were in quarantine and they made a fun yeah. little quarantine album this sucks shit <laughs> yeah so that's the kind of song i'll listen to and then like 
uh, my wife will be like, what, what is this? Mm-hmm. You know? And it's mm-hmm. just like, I don't know. It's just like a dumb thing <laughs> that I want to, that I like. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> just let me listen to it. It is. The thing is, it's silly, but it's like, it's fun to listen to. Yeah. Like, it's, it's funky, man. I'm sounding like Biden. <laughs> it's funky, man. <laughs> Play that funky music. Um, I can't do it. Leave that to James Austin Johnson. <laughs> Tommy, do you have a good Biden? Oh, come on. <laughs> I'm like Maroon 5. <laughs> Kamala. Kamala. Uh, all right. <laughs> Damn, the impressions. This is our SNL reel. Yeah. Lord, are you listening? Uh, by the way, congrats to, uh, uh, we didn't, I didn't, I almost said it again, even though we haven't said it to, to Jadge and, uh, Sarah Squirm. Very exciting. <clears throat> for, uh, SNL baby. Two people we should have had on before. Yeah, now we it's fucked too up late. too late now. <laughs> no. What were we thinking? <laughs> uh, all right, let's hear, uh, our next song, which is Night by Night. Daft Punk vibes. Yeah, I think that's like a legitimately good song. It is, yeah. That yeah. is good. Night by Night. Another one that's like fun, but it's about like discussing the future of a relationship, I guess. Like yeah, they're all about relationships <laughs> and they never deviate from that, which is totally fine. romantic. <laughs> Even the quarantine, it's about relationships. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. It turned Clorox wipes into, into like a sexual <laughs> thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, we've only got one song left here. I say we play. The, I say we play the hell out of it. In fact, uh, let's hear "Grow Up." And this is, of course, about the Adam Sandler franchise. Uh, grow up. <laughs> the Grow Up movies. Here, here, here they are. <laughs> here they are. You want me? 
Just a little bit of clarity with us. Cause if we can't be grown ups, then we won't grow up. Yeah. <laughs> I run to that one a lot. You run to that? Yeah. <laughs> that is wild to me. Yeah. It is weird what different people can run to. Because yesterday I was like, I, I put on. Some like that that Japanese breakfast album, mm-hmm. and I was like feeling it, and uh, mannequin pussy, and then I was trying to listen to softer stuff, and I was like, I can't. I, it has to be like hard, like punch you in the face shit, and this is the sort of thing that would fuck my whole <laughs> run up. <laughs> no, sometimes I just like I'll it'll make me smile, and yeah, I'll yeah. just be like I won't even think about running. Oh, I, start, that's I almost start to skip. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. I almost start to skip that song. Oh, <laughs> like, uh, I actually Damn. like that song. Yeah, that sucks shit. <laughs> Get to Twitter. <laughs> it was me who wrote that suck shit. Do you guys ever imagine, like, when you're listening to music, like, you are playing that song, like, in your head? Oh, yeah. Yeah. For Where sure. it's you on stage playing it? Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, that's why I like karaoke. It's like, I like to sit, hear a song and be like, oh, I could see me doing all that yeah. <laughs> i'd like to see how that fits you on, on every me. instrument <laughs> yeah. yeah i bring a bunch of instruments to karaoke <laughs> that'd be fun to bring a full <laughs> band set up but i'm doing all of it <laughs> is it live band karaoke yeah, just for that guy I, <laughs> I have a fucking 15 minute setup <laughs> no you go in front of me i'll set somebody do stand up while i <laughs> <laughs> there was nothing worse that I mean it's there's obviously worse things, but uh <laughs> dude at uh at Treefort, uh the fest we were just at, so one of the spots is performing is doing stand up while a band sets up behind you and That's the I, gimmick? Yeah, well, I mean, no, that's not a gimmick. Like, it was just like to kill time, to kill yeah. time on the main stage. Yeah, it was a late, late night. breakfast yeah. game. Yeah. <laughs> so, we were killing time while the main stage band set up, and the band that was uh, setting up around me was literally like next to my foot, like plugging shit in. And I was like, "Hey, do you need me to move?" Like, and the guy's like, "No, you're good." But he's like scrambling because they also the band before them went long, so they were like really hustling and frantic and not chilled out and i'm just like ah like it was fucking crazy but and that energy affects you on stage too i mean if it didn't you'd be crazy <laughs> so i was like i just commented on it a few times and it was funny and i felt bad because i was like hey i hope you guys are enjoying this and then people would be like Woo! and then i was like okay that's that's the music audience's uh a way of letting you know they're 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 in, i guess <laughs> yeah. but uh yeah it's humiliating um, i said that i felt bad because i said that while i was up there i was like this is humiliating i'm, be- I'm above it's this. insane that it doesn't stop yeah. like you'd think you know 10 years 12 years 15 years in you'd stop being humiliated <laughs> no, no, but it never, never ends. ends never ends but i will say i mean it was fun and then also people who were in the crowd were nice but it was just like the experience you're just like what the fuck am i doing i'm a sideshow <laughs> <All right. laughs> i'm a freak you you want here's something that happened to me uh the other day i I was doing a show, but I had to like rush home because I got asked to do this podcast, and I had never listened to the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, but so like I was doing the show, and then I was like, "All right, I gotta, I gotta wrap this up. I gotta get back 
home and then i realized i wasn't gonna be able to make it if i took the train so i took this like you know 30 dollar uber home oh, no. and then i i got on zoom for the podcast and it was a bunch of 14 year old boys <laughs> <laughs> and uh i just did this 14 year old kids podcast <laughs> that is so funny and they're all like the i don't know like the one had his mom was like you know, like lurking around in the back, and she, the podcast ended because he had to go to bed. <laughs> Wait, what is the premise? They just talk to people who are like. Wait, I think I got asked to do this podcast, and I looked the guy, uh, the kid up. Did you? I was like, oh, there's no way I'm doing it. Yes. They told me they always trick me by telling me who did the podcast already. But this is the problem: is somebody else just got suckered, and now they're the reason I'm going to get suckered without. Yeah, yeah, they named a few people yeah. or whatever. Uh, I think I know which one you're talking because I think I got a DM from this kid, and yeah. I was like, <laughs> eh, maybe another time. Like, I think it's like an Indiana-based oh shit group of kids. Oh, it's a group of kids. It's well, like- Tommy was on that podcast, but <laughs> 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 for a different reason. Like Tommy does it every that, week. That work. <laughs> <laughs> he pretends to go to their school (laughs) (laughs) yeah i'm like a 34 year old father like and i'm like trying to keep it down so i don't wake my baby so i can talk to these 14 year old boys in my my like infant's room where she yeah you should uh, give your baby a podcast that'd be a good gimmick (laughs) oh for sure the baby does the podcast the youngest podcaster of all time that'd be good that's a good gimmick yeah Yeah. can i say you guys have done it (laughs) Yeah, my booking emails (laughs) now tom tagar talked to the baby for like three hours in a groundbreaking premiere episode i'm just by the end i'm crying (laughs) i just project marin under (laughs) and that's when i got sober but Uh, yeah, that's that's very funny. I've I got tricked. I've been looking now when I before I do these because you end up wasting so much fucking time doing podcasts where the person is like a dumbass and then they lie to you about the credits of the show. Like this guy was like, I don't want to give away too many details, but he was like, my, it was through my agent. Like somehow he got through to my agent. And so when she asked me to do it, I was like, oh yeah, if you got if they got to you, I'll just do yeah. it. And then now I was like, oh, he tricked her. Uh, by being like, we've had this person, this is how, what we are going to do. And then I realized that there were no episodes of the podcast. I'm uh, not sure if he ever released it. It's possible that it was just him. Like, <laughs> I just want to talk to people. Like, <laughs> it's insane. But it's like an hour and a half. And by the end, he was like, you can't even say anything on stage anymore. And I was like, oh, oh no, that's <laughs> not my camp. Um, yeah, it was. Now you uh, have to disaster. fire your agent. <laughs> never, I would never do such a thing. But, uh, but no, I was like, oh, I have to fucking pay attention now yeah, before yeah. I agree to do shit. It is the worst when you take a cab to something like that too. I did that for a stand-up show where I they didn't tell me that it's like it was not even in a room. It was like an ambush show at a bar, and I fucking spent forty dollars on a car on a cab because they. I kept being like, I think I can make it. And they were like, if you you got to get here like right now. And then I was like. Oh no, I didn't. <laughs> like, you fucking, I could have taken the train or just not come here. Yeah, like, no, people are insane. What they, what they make you do, or mm-hmm. the thing they say is fun. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. like, what a nightmare. 
But you know what is fun? Chromeo. Bro, Chrome, that's why you gotta listen <laughs> to Chromeo. Fuck that. <laughs> uh, no. All right. We uh, we oh, wait, what is this? Um, oh, that's good. We uh, have to go to the peanut gallery now. We, it's it's time. We've gone through the playlist. It's time to hear from the people who listen to this show. And uh, I posted it kind of late. We booked this one a little a little late, frankly. Um, our only comment from the Patreon here, and if you want your comments guaranteed to be read, uh, get on the Patreon. And it's uh, Toby Braithwaite, who did an episode of uh, the Patreon, I believe defending Nickelback. So, and it's a great episode. If you, uh, if you get on that tier of the Patreon, you can also defend a band yourself. Uh, get over there, patreon.com slash standby your band. And Toby, uh, chimes in on Chromio to say, uh, I'm more of a Microsoft Edgeo guy. <laughs> Very good, Toby. Um, all right. Uh, did we get anything on the Twitter besides the person bitching that nobody hates Chromio? So we got one. Uh, Jason goes to hell. Uh, AKA plus dinosaurs said, saw them seven years ago in Portland and it was without a doubt the loudest show I've ever been to. Not really a compliment. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I read that one and I was like, what the fuck does that mean? So are they supposed to shit on Chromio or just, no, they just, just say whatever? Thoughts, they give their opinion either way. And, yeah, the yeah. other one was uh, Kurt who said, people don't like Chromio? Question mark. And I said, appreciation episode. It's in the tweet. It is in the tweet. And he said, phew. <laughs> so that's a positive thing yeah. about Chromio. Yeah. <laughs> what types of episodes are there? There's appreciation and, and, then defense. There's, and then there's defense of bands that people just outright make fun of a lot okay and so that would be a nickelback yes. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, or even we've done red hot chili peppers mm. with uh lisa traeger people definitely make fun of them enough to where they fit um all right on the facebook george gordon friend of the show yeah. says uh white women is very good it's are very good george uh, just kidding <laughs> <laughs> uh white women the other is very good lost on the way home featuring solange rules okay Darren Patterson says this song is a legit banger, and he posts a link to "Don't Turn the Lights On." Uh, Matt Spike says their live album kicks ass. They mix funk and fun perfectly. Uh, <laughs> there you go. This one's live in Seattle, though. The uh, the put on here. Um, well, they all. Um, it's all different live tracks. So it's the the live album. Yeah, they they took it from a bunch of different concerts they played. Oh, so right. some are in New York, some are in Minneapolis, some are in Seattle. There you go. Hmm. Whatever. He posted the clip to uh, or the video to Hot Mess. Um, Jason Staples says the fucking best. Uh, Casey James Salengo says I love them. Saw them live. They had big lights that shot out of their guitar. It was rad. <laughs> Somehow got into the green room and got some free booze. Now that is sick. <laughs> if that happened, awesome. I would fucking love them. Casey's like a raccoon. Somehow found some sandwiches in the trash. <laughs> Snuck through the vents. Wait. <laughs> Uh, Mike Cronin says this music video uh, where their music is making every girl violently pregnant rules <laughs> and that's the When the Night Falls featuring Solange um, and finally Shelly Kim Boslice says uh, they're really loved in the electronic music slash rave scene. I saw them on Holy Ship a huge festival on a boat and they were the only non-DJ act wow I could see that 
I mean, they have the vibe of a DJ. Also. Yeah, 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 yeah. They fit there. Uh, that is the peanut gallery. And um, I have one more thing here that we can mm. do. Uh, I was looking up. <laughs> there was surprisingly not a lot of fun facts about this band. No controversy. Uh, I no, the only there. controversy I found was uh, a Pitchfork article that was like uh, white women is like mm. made for controversy or whatever. But uh, yeah, it's it's or maybe that was a different site that was not Pitchfork, but it doesn't matter. Uh, oh, it was uh, Santa Barbara Bowl dot com. Kind of the so. Pitchfork of the state. <laughs> Uh, my mistake. I got those. Uh, I always get those mixed up. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, oh shit! I lost it. Damn it! What did I do with this? All right, I gotta look it up. Give me one second here. But I found a quiz. Um, Ooh! It was. Uh, it was made. I think it was made by Chromio. It's um, Chromio made a quiz. I think they made a BuzzFeed quiz. It says. <laughs> Here's the prompt for it. It says, do you like sex? Well, take our BuzzFeed quiz now. Uh, all right. So first I have to, <laughs> I have to ask. <laughs> David, do you like sex? <laughs> uh, not anymore. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you're going to love this quiz. <laughs> so this is uh, the quiz is what type of lover are you? Uh, We've made a playlist for all the lovers out there. Find out which type you are, turn up the volume, and get your funk on. So the first question is, what is your favorite celebrity couple? And you have options here. Uh, Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson, uh, Beyonce and Jay-Z, Kim and Kanye, Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie. So this is an old quiz. (laughs) Possibly. Uh, Barack and Michelle Obama. Mila Kunis and Ashton Kutcher, or Tommy and the girl from Stranger Things. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't remember her name. Winona Ryder. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> so is the running joke that Tommy's a pedophile? Well, some call it just a running <laughs> fact. <laughs> I wish we would skip this fact. <laughs> Uh, all right. Do you have a favorite out of those minus the Tommy one, uh, which they were afraid to put on the <laughs> quiz? <laughs> I'll choose the um, Mila Kunis, Ashton Kutcher. Because they don't shower. You're into that? I, I actually, yeah. <laughs> You're like a frisbee. I agree guy. with that. <laughs> I got a feeling you, you don't have to wash your baby. <laughs> uh, all right. Next one here is pick a car. Black Escalade, red BMW, silver Prius, yellow convertible Bug, blue Cadillac, or white Mercedes? Yow. (laughs) (laughs) I'll take the Prius. All right. (laughs) You would. Uh, All right. Uh, You never leave the house without headphones, photo of your family, business, (laughs) (laughs) business cards, your phone, the right outfit, or your credit card? Uh, probably your phone. All right. So you're leaving that photo of your family at home? Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Just what's... holding a picture frame as you walk through the streets. <laughs> uh, what's your favorite drink? Beer? Shots? Whatever he slash she's having? <laughs> Wine? Sex on the beach? Or champagne? Uh, probably beer, 
but I am curious about that. I don't know. I don't say shots. Yeah, that would be crazy. That's your favorite drink is shots. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That does sound like a t-shirt bar stool itself. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what is sex on the beach? It's I don't remember what's in the sex on the beach. I know it's a sweet cocktail, yeah. but I don't know exactly what it is. I want to say there's amaretto in there or something. I don't know. I do like like a pina colada or a, a let daiquiri. Look, let me look at what's in a sex on the beach. Reci- okay, recipe. Here we go. All right, a Sex on the Beach cocktail. Peach schnapps, cranberry juice, vodka, ice, and cherries. Okay. Mm, it's good until they put all that sand in it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so you want beer on this one? I'll, I'll take, yeah, I'll take beer. All right, we'll give you, we'll give you beer. Uh, all right, it says, what shoes are you wearing out tonight? Fly kicks, sandals slash wedges, flip-flops, Loafers or flats, stilettos or converse. I mean, I'm glad there were two types of <laughs> open-toed shoes. Uh-huh, yeah. uh-huh. Uh, some uh, sandals, sandals yeah, are not the same. Yeah, so sandals it is. All right, big sandal, sandals, big sandal on stage, man. I'm yeah. yeah, a lot of Birkenstocks. It's <laughs> happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, for you. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, not no, a, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's not a cultural movement. No. No. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> the longer I do it, the more I'm just like, I, I will. I'm just gonna wear what I want. Yeah, that's fair. I feel like when I met you, you were leaning more into the sand because I remember you were a bandana on stage guy. Yeah, and and, and flip flops or sandals. And uh, am I? Were you were you wearing shorts on stage back in the day? Yeah, yeah. But that was uh that was it. The old three dead moose. Those were the days. Yeah, yeah. I do it now at uh, CYSK too. It's your show, baby. Yeah. yeah. Also, shorts are back. Yeah. The whole no show shorts on stage thing is uh I finally think it's dumb. I agree. Yeah. yeah. I wore shorts on stage a lot this year. Yeah, that show so gets like the worst version of me. It's, <laughs> it's like flip flops and shorts and uh and I have like an open notebook. <laughs> <laughs> That's the beauty of having a hot show, baby. Yeah. If you're if you're in Brooklyn ever and you want to see a hot fucking show, go see CYSK. On Wednesdays and now on Saturdays? Yeah. Are you on Fridays, too, or is it just Saturdays? Just Saturdays for now, and then so uh, maybe we'll start seeping into the other days like a virus. <laughs> <laughs> Watch out, other days. You're about to get seeped into. <laughs> All right. Uh, your favorite pickup line. Oh, are, no. you a, are you a camera? Because every time I look at you, I smile. Uh, baby, if you were words on a page, you'd be what they call fine print. Uh, do you know what my shirt is made of? Boyfriend material. Uh, I'm not trying to impress you or anything, but I'm Batman. That one sucks. Uh, I was wondering if you had an extra heart. Mine seems to have been stolen. (laughs) Or let me tie your shoes because I don't want you falling for anyone else. Ugh. I don't like that any was a of bad those. Question. I <laughs> yeah. hope they didn't write these. They're yeah, uh, yeah, like the heart. Like, so she stole the heart, and then he's asking if she, she has an extra, extra heart. But it's like, yeah, just give would. me back my heart. Yeah, just give me back the one you've stolen. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking thief! <laughs> Police! <laughs> uh, I'm going with. Are you a camera? Because you make me smile. Okay, that's not All bad. Right, that one's fine. All right, I think this is. I think there's like two more. Or because you keep Pray, flashing but, me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, your preferred snack at 3 a.m. on a Saturday: Red Bull, pizza, cereal, nachos, pint of Ben and Jerry's, or spaghetti. 
Ooh, I'm a big Ben and Jerry's boy. All right. I think that's fair. Whoever answers Red Bull is a fucking psycho. Yeah, oh, it's snack. not a snack. <laughs> snack? Yum, 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 yum. Hey, I got some Red snacks. Bull. It's just a case of Red Bull. <laughs> Are you Red Bull? Because you're looking like a snack. And I'm insane. <laughs> I think that that counts as a snack. It's 3 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> I must be lonely. Uh, what's your favorite instrument? Piano, electric guitar, turntable, all of P synths. Bass guitar or violin? I think this is the last one, so this is a lot. Ooh, Ooh. man. Uh, I'll go with electric guitar. All right. You're just going to leave P out to dry. <laughs> Sorry, P synths. <laughs> All right. Uh, this is what type of love you lover you are. Uh, the obsessive. <laughs> so Go on. The song it's giving you is uh, Jealous, uh, I Ain't With It. It says, you want to spend every minute with your partner and you're not afraid to show it. Squizz off. <laughs> <laughs> it gives a nice little playlist here for you to listen to, and I'll send that to you. You're going to need this. Oh, thanks. You it's all it. Chromio? I don't think it even is. <laughs> I love how it's like you got the creep. Oh, <laughs> uh, that was more fun than I honestly thought it was going to be. So that's good. Um, all right, let's wrap this bad boy up. This has been a great time. Yeah. Uh, but before we get out of here, well, I, we're not going to rate the thing. Well, right? No, we're not going to rate. But we do have to look up the ending of No Me and Julia. I was afraid you guys were going to rate me <laughs> for a second. Yeah, we have to rate David. So. <laughs> let's go to the peanut gallery. <laughs> yeah, we send some pics of you. <laughs> Casey's like, I snuck into his fridge. <laughs> All right. While I'm looking up the plot of Nomeo and Juliet, um, <laughs> give your final thoughts. Yeah, Dave, give us your final Chromeo. thoughts on Chromeo. We're not going to rate the playlist because this is an appreciation episode. Uh, okay, great. Well, uh, just my final thought on Chromeo. Great time, and uh, I I like it. <laughs> I, I don't know my final thought on Chromeo. That's it's great. A, it's a fun time. All right. I All agree. Right. I had a lot of fun listening to it. And yeah, to reiterate the point I made earlier, it seems like it's a good idea to listen to fun, happy music sometimes. Yeah. And uh, it's just good to see you guys, too. It's great to see <laughs> it's it. It's great, it's to, great see. to be back in person. I'm glad you were our first in-person guest. In- oh, my it God. Must have been, I think it was December 2019. It must have been. That's yeah. crazy. That you guys are really like the Chromeo of friendship. <laughs> <laughs> All fluff, no substance. Mm, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> Way too loud. <laughs> uh, whatever, you obsessive fuck. <laughs> You're creeping me out. <laughs> All right, so here's from IMDb. There are spoilers ahead, so... Uh, watch out if uh, you're worried about that for <laughs> Nomeo and Juliet. But, uh, all right, this is with no context. The last couple paragraphs here. It says, Benny uh, gets onto Mrs. Montague's computer and changes her lawnmower order to a powerful terraferminator terra unit, mm. intending to get revenge on the Reds. However, the terraferminator goes out of control, destroys most of the two gardens, and gets itself stuck while the gnomes wage a full-scale war. Nomeo returns to Juliet with the help of Featherstone. However, when he arrives, uh, the the Terraferminator frees itself, uh, sending it flying. Nomeo tries to unglue Juliet, but is unable to. She tells him to go, but he refuses. The two share a passionate kiss just as the lawnmower crashes into the fountain, self-destructing in the process. 
When everyone believes both are dead, Lord Redbrick and Lady Blueberry decide to end the feud. Miraculously, Nomeo and Juliet emerge from the ruins and the two clans celebrate. Mr. Montague and Mr. Capulet come home to find their backyards a mess. The film ends happily with the red and blue gnomes finally coming together to celebrate their newfound peace. Uh, Tybalt is revealed to still be alive, having been glued back together. Featherstone is reunited with his wife after Benny finds and orders her online. Uh, <laughs> Nomeo and Juliet are married on a purple lawnmower, which symbolizes the new union of both gnome clans. Whoa. That's great. It's yeah. a cop out. <laughs> it is it a cop me out. Because they do... Like they make it seem like it's the ending of the movie. I was shocked the, for a second. Yeah, yeah, I thought for sure they were gonna kill him. I think they gotta kill him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I am. I want to look up Nomeo and Juliet sequel and see if I'm crazy. Uh, sequel. Oh yeah, it was Sherlock Gnomes. Oh, I almost. That's right. Yeah. You almost what? I almost. <laughs> I almost said that. Ah uh, damn. Yeah. That is what I was looking for. Sherlock Gnomes, and uh. Oh, I didn't know that Johnny Depp plays Sherlock Gnome. What? What a wild fucking cast. Yeah, it's Emily Blunt plays Juliet. She yeah. stays as Juliet. Uh, and then, uh, oh, I see James McAvoy is Nomeo. Michael Caine is Lord Redbrick. Mary J. Blige is Irene. We all know her from the original story. Uh, all right, well... <laughs> <laughs> this has been a fun episode. Uh, let's get the <laughs> let's get one last round of plugs, David. What do you got for people to check out? Uh so yeah, this this comes out before the twentieth. Mm-hmm. This is gonna come out very soon. Ooh, yeah, cha Uh So I got an album recording on the twentieth at the Gutter at nine. Tickets are. Available now on my website or uh, CYSKNYC.com. Yeah. And uh, scoop them. Scoop them up. It's going to be fun. you got to scoop them up. Get in there and uh, check out Dave's, Dave's albums that he's already got out there. They're sick. He's a hilarious man, and we are appreciative to have you. Wow, um, thank you guys for having me. So fun. Of course. And, yeah, I will be at the Comedy Cellar the 19th. Don't forget that. And I also have something cooking for uh next week that uh, i can't share just yet but i will uh next monday so keep your eyes out uh and then yeah november 5th and 6th we are at the comedy attic i have some other dates that i'll put on my website i'm doing a run of the the helium like side rooms or whatever so if you live in a town with a helium or good nights or whatever in it Look for me on the schedule. Um, sideshow freak. I'm a sideshow <laughs> fucking freak. They're, I'm going to hire a band to set up while I... <laughs> like, they will never play. <laughs> they will just be setting up the entire time. And uh, Oh, yeah, and I'm recording a special in L.A. Uh, at the end of the month. So if you're in L.A., come to that. Tommy? Uh, yeah, you can hear me in uh, There's No Place Like Gnome, the new movie that uh, I've been working on with Johnny Depp. And, uh, I'll be opening for Patton Oswalt at the King's Theater on Friday. Very exciting. There's hey. some tickets left. I think if you're in New York, it'd be a cool thing to go to. Hell yeah. All right, check that out. And uh, all right, we'll see you guys next week. Thanks for listening. Get on the Patreon. Keep it crispy. Bye. Bye. Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. 
Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.